All right, welcome back to Drinks and Discussions, the place where we drink, we discuss, and you learn. You learn about... Animal domestication. Animal domestication, which is our topic today, which I definitely knew about and had time to research. So I'm full of information, as is Bird. This is Bear here, and uh, we got quite the discussion for you today. Why don't you kick it off? <clears throat> Animal domestication. Uh, where to begin? I learned so much in the past uh, decade of research that we've been preparing for this podcast. Um, yeah, really, I just gotta, I gotta figure out where I want to start with. What I really want to talk about um, more than just the broad spectrum of animal domestication is um, how it has affected humans' lives. And as we know, the first animals to be domesticated by humans giraffes. were giraffes. Yes. Um, you know, we know this because we've done a lot of research, but the average viewer out there, you it's guys... a cat or a dog. Or yeah, cats. That's what we see nowadays. Um, but little do we, do most of you know, um, dogs, domesticated dogs nowadays, actually come from giraffes. But we can get into that another time. That's a whole different episode um, about, you know, the evolution of species, whole Darwinism thing. Um, that's we can, we can get into that another time. So for right now, I would like to talk about the... Um, origin of species as it pertains to humans origin of the species that we have domesticated that we have turned into something to work for us giraffes um so circa ad 1907 the first time an animal was domesticated um in a little known town called zimbabwe not the <laughs> not the country the town of zimbabwe um, it's in Utah, Zimbabwe, Utah. There was a man, a man named Bill Estenbull. Okay. Now the, the thing about Bill Estenbull is if you look him up, if you Google his name, um, you're not going to find a whole lot. You might find, uh, his artwork. You might find his rap career, um, from that time. Um, but what you're not going to find unless you really, really dig is his domestication of giraffes. Now, People, you know, when you, you hear this, you say, why would somebody domesticate a giraffe? That's what his contemporaries said. They said, Bill, there's so many other animals out there that we can really use to plow fields. We can use for protection. Um, why a giraffe? And Bill said, I got this goddamn really tall fruit tree that I can't reach. And that was, that was the premise of all domestication from that point forward. Well, that's um, how Bill was. He, he really didn't care uh how other people thought of him social faux pas yeah. you know that's but that's really why he started a rap career also. right especially in 1907 yeah especially as an orthodox jewish person um it was really really faux taboo pas, at the time. Yeah. yeah but um, so was importing all of those giraffes so you know uh they ran rampant in his town, yeah. uh, just destroying everything until he figured out that uh, the two knobbly parts on the top of the head, if you held really tight to those, um, you could control the giraffe like, explicitly, make them do whatever. Yeah, especially if you held onto them with car battery. Um, which is what he used, you know, positive charge on one, negative charge on the other, mm -hmm. which creates a full circuit. Now, controversy, you know, it was it was definitely definitely was a, a part of this time. whole situation. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tesla fried an elephant. Well, Tesla didn't actually. It was uh, Edison. No, Edison killed the 
the elephant. Tessa fried it and ate it afterwards. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was... They were really in together on that one. Yeah, most things. You know, people yeah. put them as rivals, but yeah. who's really rivals nowadays? Sure. Um, especially so, those so days. So electrocuting animals, no big deal in the early 1900s. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty common practice. In fact, there was a, a child's uh, kit that you could buy. Mm -hmm. An electrocution kit for your pets. Yeah, which had the old... You know, at the time, it was only drafts. Only drafts. Uh, because nothing else had been domesticated. Which brings up another very interesting point. Because, um, you know, he was he was trying to find a way um, to... Bill was trying to find a way to domesticate these animals. Um, and at the time, there was no domesticated gerbils. Which we know are the natural enemies of giraffes. And nowadays, if a giraffe goes running rampant or something, you get your gerbil pack, you bring them out, you have them corral the giraffe, and you bring it back to safety. Naturally. Um, back then, they couldn't do that. So Bill really had to strategize and come up with something. So in 1907, he actually uh, he got the first car battery from Henry Ford. Him and Henry Ford were, you know... Kind of tight, kind of like this, uh, which again is another podcast that will talk about famous people and and their uh, you know homosexual love partners. But he had to really strategize and really think. So he went out and he got this car battery. And he jumped on the back of one of his drafts, who was kind of acting up. You know, it's kind of like nowadays they're breaking a horse. Um, back then they didn't really have that strategy because of course nothing else had been domesticated. But he thought, I'm just going to jump on the back of this thing and figure this out. So he hooked the car battery up directly to the giraffe's head. And of course, the giraffe just dropped. Just dropped right onto the ground. And he saw, I have power over this thing. Um, and that was the first time that humans realized, back in 1907, um, that we have power over animals. No other time in history did we realize that we are a superior species. I mean, sure, we befriended them. Yeah. Maybe we... We pushed them in an evolutionary direction, mm -hmm. but never before have we so completely controlled them. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we've been subservient to a lot of them, as we all know, back in, you know, 400 BC. The humble goldfish. That ruled the world. Don't we uh, completely... <clears throat> Sla to this day, we're slaves to it. <laughs> slaves to the yeah. goldfish. We do nothing but feed it. Clean up it, its shit. Clean up its shit. Um, <clears throat> feed it other animals. Uh, take it on walks. I bring my goldfish to the museum once Fly a week. Fly it to the Caribbean if it wants. Yeah. Sometimes we send it without even going with it. Just as loyal subjects. But um, So we have been subjugated as a species. <clears throat> but not up until that time with Bill um, had we subjugated another animal. But from them, things, you know, really, really speedballed from that. And I know that you, Bird, you had a lot of uh, research as to what that led into to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. The, uh, the giraffes revolted uh, yeah. eventually. As, as they should. Yeah, actually, all of the electrical shocks um, running directly down their very elongated spine uh, eventually gave them hyper-intelligence, yeah. uh, which they began to speak out. There was a whole uh, civil rights movement, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. which was really um, eradicated from history, but it occurred between 1924 and 1929. It's actually, um, some would say, kind of a predecessor to World War II. Yes. Um, but anyway, go on. Uh, 
Yeah, so the, the giraffes, uh, some of their leaders tried to uh, claim that they, they had rights, um, which resulted in... To claim they had rights. Which resulted in the giraffe genocide. Mm, giraffeicide. A giraffeicide. In, in scholarly in books. Some, some circles, the giraffeicide of 1930. Mm -hmm. uh, which was really overshadowed by, you know, uh, all the other world events that were going on, but it was pretty... Like the pyramids of Monte Picchu. Of Monte Picchu. No, Monte Picchu is right next to Monte Cristo. The sandwich, not the place. Yeah, there Go was on. also, they were using a lot of uh, giraffe slave labor to build those pyramids. Yeah. Uh, but again... Once they started revolting and weren't building, but also these they were really bad at building things. So. Yeah, um, incidentally, just not hooves. built for it, if you will. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, but once the giraffes have been, you know, had been quelled and um, pretty much eradicated from North America, that's why we don't see giraffes around North America anymore. Um, yeah, super common species for a while. There. Was was really yeah. If you look at the old old books, even some old movies, I believe. Uh, Nosferatu, the the first vampire movie. I believe if you watch the background of that, um, there is a giraffe. That's the obsession with necks. When you think about vampires, is yes. uh, giraffes. Yeah, they were, yeah. that's where it stems from. Yeah. Um, is is just very very. That was a cultural cold. thing at the time. Vampires, yeah. necks, yeah. giraffes. It all kind of tied into each other. Yeah, and, uh, and, and women strove to look like giraffes for a while uh, with the elongated necks. Yep. Yep, absolutely. That's how we get a lot of the superstars we know today. Um, you know, with that really fail, frail, frail frame and pale face. And spots. Uh, and spots. And knobbly head uh, appendages. Yeah, absolutely. Real common. There's a big movement now, in fact, I think about getting things inserted under your skin. Um, mm -hmm. do you, are you familiar with this? Uh, Dermal implants. Dermal implants. It's and yeah. all that stems from our, our And our they don't even realize that they're just mimicking worshipping giraffes essentially. Worshiping giraffes. Um which is funny because again we subjugated them and that was our first um successful and then failed attempt at doing so. But from that we get every every domesticated am animal that uh you have now. You know, if you have a dog in your home, if you have They've been electrocuted at one point. At, yeah, your your dog personally, not just the species, but your dog has been electrocuted. A lot of people don't know that about their dog. Mm -hmm. um, you come home, it pooped on the floor, you think it's just acting up, it's that it was electrocuted. Yeah. Then and you didn't even know about it, you didn't offer any consolation to it. Um, and But cats, uh, dogs, horses, things like that. It, we, we really learned after Bill's you know big worldwide movement that we can use animals to our benefit if we do it correctly, but we have to find animals that can't see over our roofs. Because if they can see over our roofs, they can talk to each other. I and mean, if they can talk to each other, they will stand up and revolt. And that was really the big lesson. So we started um, looking for animals that were knee level, sometimes hip level, but nothing much bigger than that. Mm -hmm. Horses are an exception, um, but- They can't see over roofs. They can't, they, they can't. Yeah. Uh, they try. Horses stand on things. I saw one balance on a ball. I believe his name was James Baxter. Um, he tried to look over a roof, but he, he didn't. He didn't even know why. He just knew that he... But that was the way to freedom, yeah. you know, for most animals. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been it's been a very interesting road about the subjugation of animals 
Um, and domestication of animals. I should say domestication instead of subjugation. Subjugation has a negative connotation. When you get a negative connotation about subjugation, um, you don't have domestication. And so that's really what we're reaching for here is having partners with different animals and how they've helped us. Now, of course, um, the giraffes just blew the apple picking game out of the water, really helped uh, the production of apples and, and oranges. You know, nowadays you see Florida oranges everywhere. Back in the day, um, humans can only pick so many oranges at such a height that they really only reached the southern east coast of the United States. Um, once we realized giraffes can pick the higher oranges, uh, we were able to, to ship them off nationally and worldwide. Um, also, uh, giraffe saliva, which they were all covered completely in, uh, yeah. acted as a preservative, a natural preservative. Mm -hmm. A surprising fact, uh, most oranges have green outer skins until they have been plucked mm, by a giraffe. Yeah. Yeah, I so was the, not aware the, of that. the giraffe... Uh, uh, picking game is still strong in South America where a lot of them are still picked. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about South American giraffes, but again, Montepichu, Monte They Cristo. really keep it under wraps because they don't want another revolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once they start communicating with each other, once it gets into the media, um, the giraffes see let... the media because they can look into windows and watch TVs. They don't even let the necks. giraffes uh, that work on the plantations talk to other giraffes. No. Absolutely not. They don't not. even know that they're not a after what happened before. All mirrors have been transformed to make them look like dogs. Well, you know those. Uh, it's kind of funny that you you mentioned that because um, I was going to segue into that. That um, the funhouse mirrors. I was just at the fair recently. You know where we lived. The fair just passed through and uh, took our daughter there and had a lot of fun. Um, the funhouse mirrors that elongate your body or make you look fat or you know all these different things. They actually use those four giraffes to shorten them. And so when they look at them, they yeah, they do. They think they're dogs. Um, so, yeah, you get a lot of uh, Southern American giraffes barking, um, digging holes to poop really in. Bad at it. Yeah, yeah, it kind of sounds more like a. Uh, I watched a video on this. It was more of a. Uh, see if I can imitate it. You know, so because of their long necks, it really gets caught up in their throat as they're barking. Yeah, uh, have you um, ever seen a giraffe try to throw up? No, not personally. It takes forever. Yeah, I would I would imagine. It's, it's a long way for it to go. Um, you know, the problem also with giraffes, uh, even, here's a very interesting point about the same subject. Um, back in 19, you know, around the 1915, somewhere out there, uh, we were really in a good place with giraffes as a, as a species and really helping us out. Um, one of the things that people really love to do is feed giraffes uh, hot coffee because giraffes just love coffee. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah, in fact, they help that. pick coffee beans. Um, so they would give them hot coffee, but the problem was that by the time it reached their stomach, it was cold. And they were very offended by this, is that they thought people were always giving them cold, cold coffee. coffee because, as you know, giraffes um, taste buds and... Very heightened. Well, in the, they're located in their stomach. So when it went into their mouth, it wouldn't matter. Once it hit their stomach, um, they would say, oh, you gave me cold coffee. You're an asshole. I don't want to work for you anymore mm -hmm. for nothing, being a slave, essentially. Yeah. Um, but, you know, after after that whole kind of trial run, we really, we really did a lot of research into animal behavior, um, into animals that would, that would be better suited for helping humankind. Um, and that's where we came up with what we have nowadays. Um, dogs, cats, like, like we were talking about fish. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have llamas and things like that. 
Um, so it was, a, it was a very interesting time in human history, a very interesting progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there uh, anything else we learned this, this week? Mm-hmm. Or ten, 10 years that we put into this? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that's pretty much everything yeah. that anybody could possibly learn about this particular subject. Yeah, the subjugation. Of giraffes, and, yeah. Well, and just the domestication of animals in general. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did did want to touch on is uh, the farming implications of all this. You know, of course, people say, you know, we're going to get a ton of notes from viewers because we have so many viewers right now that it's hard to keep up with. So if we don't respond, I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, farming was around for centuries before this and people were using animals for this well we we understand that but again if you really look at the facts in those cases she doesn't understand it i understand that but if we really look at the facts in those cases again they were not domesticated animals we were uh, subjugated by them Um, they like doing mules love pulling plows if you look in the wild if you look in uh mule magazines if you look at any sort of mule literature, they they really just speak of pulling plows, pulling plows, so art forms. Um, we don't draw want it. to do any of the farming. No, God, who wants to fucking farm? We no. didn't even know what farming was until the mules came yeah. around. Yeah, um, uh, same thing with sheep. It, you know, coming up and just they their they, hair just keeps growing unless we, we don't shear them. It. Yeah, so they came to us and they said cut my hair do something with it um yeah otherwise they were going to just annihilate us as a species yeah and we knew that the best move for humans all together would uh would be to just bow down to them really bow down so again it it was not until 1907 that it really picked up in our favor and humans started to be the dominant species of the world Um, so we thought yeah so we think you know still to this day um, I feel very subjugated by my dogs. Again, our our producer Scotty, um, she's our husky, and she really has just overall say in complete anything creative that control for sure. Yeah, most of these episodes, you know, she tells us what to research. In she's fact, telling me everything. She's whispering in my ear right now. Yeah, she did. Well, I'm licking, except for that part. Like she she told me not to say that part. Ear. Um, but I yeah, I, I would imagine that she wanted us to tell this story as as more of a warning. Um, to our viewers and to our listeners, uh, people who view their phone as they listen to this, um, about how our humanity is very frail compared to uh, the animals that we feel we've domesticated that mm-hmm. really have a control in our lives. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the, the uh, general overall overall message for today. So yeah, get your shit so, together. Yeah, just get just get your shit together. Get that's it the big thing. All together. Yeah. So, um, this has been another broadcast of uh, drinks and discussions. I feel that, yeah, I keep slapping this table. We're going to get a better microphone someday again. Uh, we downloaded an app, so that makes us professionals. And uh, our studio is in our kitchen. We're cooking a pot roast right now. Um, again, just to show those animals that we have some sort of dominance because we, we do eat them from time to time. Um, or so we thought. So, just like the beginning of this episode, we will fact check all this for uh, at the beginning of the next episode, mm-hmm. just like we did at the beginning of this episode for the last episode yeah. when we talked about... Um, How we'll fact check. Yeah, and pickles. Um, so, if you got any questions, comments, you want to be part of the show, just chime in. Let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from our viewers. I know you guys are uh, growing rapidly, spreading the word. And uh, we appreciate and love all you. Uh, I'd like to thank, again, our sponsors uh, for today, Alcohol, 
And, um, salut. We'll, uh, see you next time on Drinks and Discussions.